0: Tuesday, August 25, 2020. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? The docket looks a lot like yesterday. We have to get out on the table right away exactly what's going on. We're in a melt-up scenario. The trend is your friend until it's not. All these things are truisms. Of course, it's impossible to believe the market can be up where it is. It doesn't matter what we believe. What matters is where it is. Price is the absolute arbiter. Is the market going to turn? Of course it's going to turn. Can it stay up? through Labor Day weekend? Absolutely, it can. Maybe it turns when Apple and Amazon complete the splitting of their shares. Maybe that's part of the thing. Either way, at some point, we're on the lookout and we don't know when and from where it will occur, but we're on the lookout for a sign and signal of a trend change. We're looking out for a character change in the market. It will happen intraday. It will morph into more. It never feels like it before it happens. We've been here many times before. Whether we're looking for a top or looking for a bottom, more often than not, these trends tend to persist longer than anybody could ever believe they can. That counts for in the southern and northern direction. Just at the point when nobody believes the market will ever go down again. It turns and everybody has the deer in the headlights look about a day or two later. At this point, it's an awareness. And the other thing is we have to realize what the dominant thing is. The dominant force, that's whether you want to say driving the market or drawing the market, either way, is the trend. There is a destination. The market knows what the destination is. Is it 345 in the SPY? Is it 350? Is it higher? At this point, it doesn't make any difference where it is. The only people it should make a difference to where that ultimate destination is are the people trying to short the market into the uptrend, guessing where the top is. It's not a wise decision. It's a very, very difficult thing to do. You get a conveyor belt of pies in the face on a consistent basis until the one time you're right. And guess what? We know what happens that one time you're right. The one time was a very, very small position and you end up making bupkis because you sell it too early anyway. It's not my first rodeo. We'll switch over for a moment to a monthly chart. I just want to put something in your mind. A. Time is more important than price. Go back to the course, Lazy E-Mini Trader. Those traders that have taken the course will understand what I'm saying. Monthly charts obviously take a long time to play out. But here's the thing. Is there any reason why, at this point, the market can't trade up through the end of the month, the month of August? Of course it can. We're at new highs. There's no reason under the sun, minus a black swan event, There's no reason under the sun that the market can't trade up through the end of the month. We don't know that it will, but I just wanted to put it in your mind that it certainly can. So therefore, we go back to the daily chart or any chart you want and say, sure, the market can have any destination it wants. Another six points in the SPY puts us at the next big fat round number of 3,500. And that's certainly a more important number than 3,400. It's a semi super fat round number for that matter. So, guess what? Does 3,500 begin to draw the market in like a magnet? Maybe we get there. Maybe they don't get there. Maybe they come up a few points short. We know the routine. But if the market's being pulled by a force, 3,500 could certainly be a force. I know that sounds crazy to some people, but listen. You signed up to watch the video. You're inside my head. It's a dangerous place to be. This is how I look at stuff. We'll run over inside the numbers real quick. It was a wake-up green day. The melt-up phase is fully intact. Moving along. They started out slow. We had some numbers in mind, but they just weren't going to get there right away. Moving right along. Here's a typo in the morning. It should have been 3.42.80, and it was actually wrong anyway, so I have to take the bullet on that one. The gap was right about 3.41.90 and change. We're just going to add that one up at 9.35 to the good old-fashioned brain fart. And had the number been correct, you see what happened early in the morning. You know the routine. Here's a five-minute chart right of the vertical today's activity. So at 940, they make a low of 342.88. So basically, they filled that gap, left open from Monday's close, and they really didn't get very far. They were above it. They were below it. They were above it. They were below it. Once they convincingly stayed above it, they were able to take off to the upside. But as we know, it was a pretty much mush day anyway. It was a chop shop formation, ended up to be a grind higher, and that goes in concert with the melt-up. What you can do is pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart, see what happened. There's good stuff in here, in fact... At 10.25, you'll notice 3.41.50. It started at 10.15. It's actually 3.42.50. I've got my numbers transposed. I better take more medication. This has been going on for a couple of days. Now, taking a look at the same chart, but with the 3.42.50 up on the board, and you see what happened. The next area of support was, in fact, support. It was support. They came back for a retest, or like I like to say, running a test, and that was it. That was the support for the day. As you'll see in the notes, in the commentary, we had a safety net below that. So what you'll find is 342 and then 341.50 was, in fact, a safety net below those numbers of 342.50. So I know it's a lot of numbers, but sometimes a lot of numbers are necessary to get a handle on where the market's going if, in fact, one particular price is breached, we need to know where the next one is. 11 o'clock, while things are quiet, here's one of those, picture is worth 100 words. It's an hourly chart of the SPY. If the S&P comes down a little more, wouldn't they simply be paying a visit to the most recent breakout area? And the answer is yes. So if they're moving, rather than looking at a three minute, five minute, even a 10 or 15 minute chart, If you look at the market from a holistic view, and I don't even know what that means, I just like the word. But if you look at the market from a big picture perspective and you know what they're attempting to do, then you go down to the smaller time frames and it doesn't seem so daunting as it did before you had an understanding of what was really going on. Moving right along. At the time, around midday, we had the market leading indicators, the favorites of mine, down on the day. The transports, which also finished down, we'll get to that later. And the IWM was also struggling and it managed to turn around. So we've got some divergences, we've got some squirrely stuff going on. That's indicative of a market that doesn't have full participation in the rally so be it doesn't mean it can't go higher it's just what it's indicative of moving right along market was in a chop shop formation so we have another picture on the board and the thing is which way so it's the same 60 minute chart but I'm looking at it from another perspective I can make a case there's two things working in opposite directions you have a bull flaggish kind of thing and a bear flaggish kind of thing and they were in the middle Could they have went either way? Of course they could. What's the dominant thing? The trend is the more dominant thing. So if the odds were going to tilt in one favor or another, they have to tilt in the way of the trend, in the bull case. It's not necessarily a high probability trade. I'm just saying, moving right along. And then we move into the end of the day as the market was on the grind-up, melt-up type of formation. What about stocks on the move? We had Tiffany... We had Best Buy, those two hit their price objectives. We also had Children's Place, PLCE. It says jump target, it jumped the first target, it didn't jump the second. Let's take a look at the schematics. First up, Tiffany & Co. Not to be confused with Trick Co. Closed yesterday up over a buck twenty-seven, getting sliced and diced at the open. The number on the board, bright and early, 121.81, and I do mean bright and early. Low of day happened to be 121.70. As soon as it turned around, had a little bit of a rocket ride in the other direction, making a high of 123.75, so therefore, it did the deal. And then some. Some of them will continue to run up and fill the gap. Others won't. This is why I advocate taking some profit off the table and seeing if you can catch one of those runners. You never know which ones are, and if you don't try, you'll never catch any of them. And here's the other thing. When you try and catch them and they don't work out, you end up making no money or losing money. So here's what I think everybody should at least consider doing. You take some profit off the table at around 1%. If it keeps running, you have some shares on the table. If it turns around and comes back down, you can get out with a break-even or slightly in-the-money type of stop-loss situation. And that would be on the remaining portion of your shares. It's the best of both worlds, and I like to call the second portion, the portion we leave on, a risk-free, emotionless trade. How about Best Buy? Painting by the numbers, we had two numbers on the board. 111.57, and 109.55. So obviously it was below the second number that was the actual destination. So painting by the numbers, we split the difference. Meaning half the position gets put on at the first number, half the position at the second number. Our average ends up to be about 110.56, and they did the deal. If you're painting by the numbers, you're two for two. How about children's place? Getting a buzz cut at the open, cut through the first price before the opening bell, so it opened below the price. Therefore, it's off the table. It doesn't exist. We go right to the second number, 1882, went slightly lower, found its stability, ripped back up to the upside on a mini rocket ride, and did the deal, and then some. Think about it. The high, after it reversed, was $20.78. Using both the new and the old math... It's about 10%. You never know which ones take you on the farther rocket ride. Net-net, if you paint by the numbers, it was a great day for stocks on the move. Traders that make up their own rules, maybe your results are better, maybe they're not. Camp IWM. So Camp IWM had a nice bounce from its Friday low. We talked about its Friday low on Friday, the weekend video. We talked about it yesterday. And here we are... About three days removed from the low. Can they go higher? Of course they can. As long as they hold the 20-period moving average on daily closes, it's still in an uptrend. We do have the longer-term lower-high scenario, but it's longer-term. It has nothing to do with what happens over the next several days. This is big-picture stuff. This is awareness stuff. This is where the big-time resistance areas are. And guess what? Above the weekly chart moving averages, all of them, that's bullish, right? So let's say they put in a bull flag pattern off this weekly chart. So this would have to continue for a few more weeks. So they do this, back and forth, back and forth. I'm not saying they will. I don't know that they will or they won't. We're just saying. And then they would be building energy to get up through this breakdown candle high. That's the issue. It's the breakdown candle high that they have to either contend with, build energy to get through, or simply get rejected from. Daily chart, trend is your friend until it's not. The trend will change on the daily chart before it changes on the weekly chart. That's why we have to use a multitude or variety of timeframes and charts. Checking in at our newly found, interesting indicator, if you will, RSP. The S&P 500 is up one third of 1% today And RSP was flat as a board. Puzzle piece, it's on the table. Again, these are things that we have as awarenesses. There's a lot of different things out there that are all puzzle pieces. They all go on the table. And once we're able to assemble enough pieces of the puzzle to get the clear picture of what's going on, that's when we'll have a big-time trade on our hands. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Down 20 bucks today. No big deal. They were up yesterday, down a fraction today. Again, we're not going to make a federal case out of that. They're getting extended from home base. So they pulled back 20 points today on an $11,000 index. That's a rounding error. It's not really telling us anything. How about the queues. Up about 1%. Anything to see here? Nothing to see here. Move it along. Again... Eventually, they'll get to a spot and make a turn. Until then, the trend is your friend until it's not. You need something to trade against. Until the market shows you some kind of a turn signal, you don't have something to trade against. Therefore, you can't short the market. When you enter a trade, any trade, this is just trading 101 stuff, when you enter a trade, You have to know where it's wrong when you look at a market that's at new highs that continues to make new highs you don't know where the trade is wrong if they continue up for another day two three you don't know where the next resistance point is why is that because there isn't one nothing to see here move it along did my voice just crack about the financials nothing wrong here they're trying to work their way higher. They basically had bullish, wedge-ish kind of pullback pattern. Staying above the 20-period moving average keeps this thing going. If they're going to challenge the recent highs, they're going to get through the 200-period moving average and likely challenge these highs up here, coming at, at a high of around 26.80, give or take. There's a gap up there, by the way. Now, if the XLF is getting up there, you're probably visiting... 3,500 in the S&P 500. That's 350 in the SPY. It's another 60 handles in the S&P. It's not a big deal at this point. And by the way, that doesn't necessarily have to put the XLF all the way up there. I'm just saying, if at this point, first they go up to try and challenge this 200-period moving average area around just under 26, and the market tells you that area is important because they had the pullback, right? It's not me saying it's important. It's not somebody else the market said it's important because that was the high. They pull back. If they're going to challenge it again, the odds on they're going to get through the high. They're going back to an important area to do one of two things. A, run a test, or B, go higher. In an uptrend, the odds on they go higher. In a downtrend, a previous high, for example, in a downtrend is more likely to be resistance than a previous high in an uptrend. How about one of those aha moments? About Smash Mouth, anything wrong here? No, it was up over 1% today. The trend is your friend, right? The trend is up. It's a pretty good proxy for the Qs or the tech sector as a whole. We know the thing's top-heavy. It doesn't matter until it matters. It's like the news thing. No news is good news. Bad news is good news. Every news is good news as long as the market keeps going up. But the same news, if the market turns down, accelerates the downside. So therefore, the news is only negative when the sentiment is negative. Ah, another aha moment. As the market's grinding higher, that's why nothing matters. It never does. They end up making excuses for the things that should matter in an uptrend. And then they do the fear-mongering thing in a downtrend. That's the media I'm saying. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. True and accurate information. That's about all we have here. It's a slow market, summer doldrums, couple of aha moments. We're going to give it a wrap here and pull the ripcord. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.